This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Alabama basketball continues to let Brandon Miller play. If you haven't heard, Brandon Miller is in the middle of, um, you know, maybe being the guy that supplied the weapon for a murder. And here's the thing. Not only is he playing, he is doing this pat down thing. When they uh, come out of the tunnel before a game, his like, I'm not going to call it a celebration, but his little intro thing is somebody is acting like they're patting him down and checking him for a gun, which seems very insensitive. So when it comes to Alabama, kind of, you know, I don't I don't know how to classify this because obviously he has not been charged with anything. But still, mm-hmm. it feels to me like karma will come in at some point, and I'm not somebody who wants to bet on Alabama basketball anymore. Do you think I'm crazy for holding this belief? No, it's disgusting. I mean, it really is gross to watch. And I understand, oh, well, this was going on all season long. I don't give a damn about that. Like, you don't have the self-awareness. Like, a young woman died. That's the thing that just gets me. And Bill made this point during the break, our executive producer, Bill Rowland, New Mexico State suspended their season because of a hazing incident. You got a player who provided a gun in a murder in which a young woman died, and first Nados comes out and says, wrong place, wrong time, had to apologize for that. And you don't think that maybe Brandon Miller's behavior is just unbelievable to me. Like, you you wouldn't think that just maybe you should stop the pregame pat down after one was shot and killed, and you handed off the gun here. Like, I, I don't know how smart you have to be to realize that eh, maybe I should pull back on this. Maybe I can find another way to get ready for the game when I come out for my pregame celebration, whatever it is. Like, the level of ego involved for someone to have so little empathy for a human life being taken is is unreal to me. And if Brandon Miller is innocent and, look, he hasn't been charged yet, that's still a possibility, by the way. Fine, so be it. But at least, at least show a little bit of understanding that something that you were a part of, even if you're not charged, ended up in a young woman dying. Like, I can't get behind a guy like that, and I certainly can't get behind a program that allows that to happen, that keeps allowing things like this to happen on a regular basis. At least that's what we've seen over the past few weeks. So, yeah, hope they lose out. Especially when the guy who was charged with murder 
was on the Alabama basketball yes. team. What are we doing here? It wasn't just some random person. So, you know, somebody saying, well, they've been doing this all season long. Well, this guy has been charged with murder. Who was on the team? Maybe switch it to something else. But here's the other factor. Brandon Miller is in college. And college kids make questionable, you know, life choices. And I'm not talking about mm -hmm. the gun situation. I'm talking about, like, the celebration, the pat-down thing. There are adults who are coaches on this team that should be stopping this. It's not just him. There are other people who are watching this and saying nothing about it. So it's not a failure on just Brandon Miller. It's a failure on the entire staff. And the way that they have reacted to this whole situation has been shocking to me. The fact that they're not making a big deal of this at all, the fact that Nate Oates said, oh, wrong place, wrong time. And I know he's since uh, apologized for this, but still, you've got to take these things seriously and you've got to stop coddling guys just because they are very, very good at basketball because that's what it boils down to. Brandon Miller was leading the SEC in scoring. He's an absolute stud on the court. He's probably going to play in the NBA, but it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. If you do something wrong, you should be punished. Yes, absolutely. And I, at the end of what I hate about all of this is that I hate to keep, no, you know what? I don't hate to keep going back to this. Someone died. A young woman died. And what are we all talking about now? Brandon Miller's pregame celebration. Does Alabama, we focus on the sports part of it. And I get that we, that's our jobs. But at the end of the day, there's so much focus on it. Like, and, and I'm guilty of this as well. What do we know about the young woman who died? What do we know about her? Nothing. She was a mother. Yeah, she was a mother, but that's what she was 23, gunned down, innocent. But we know a hell of a lot more about Brandon Miller, the basketball player, than we do about the young woman who perished here. And that's really where the focus should be. And I did read a story about how the family of this young woman is absolutely devastated because not only did they lose this girl, but no one's talking about it. They're all talking about Brandon Miller and they're being disrespected on a weekly basis. Yeah, it's absolutely disgusting. Right. And just to cover our bases, like I know that Brandon Miller is not being charged with anything, but still this is on the school. Kids have been suspended for way less breaking the code of conduct, you know, missing curfew, missing a team mm -hmm. meeting. So it's on the university of Alabama. So uh, it's probably not a team that I'm going to be rooting for come March madness. But in the meantime, is ramping up in college hoops where we have uh, some conference tournaments getting wet, getting underway starting today. We have the Atlantic Sun first round games, North Florida against Bellarmine Queens versus FGCU, a team that I've covered in the past uh, working in Fort Myers. But let's get to the top 25 slate because we do have some good uh, games on the card tonight. Let's start with number nine Baylor at Oklahoma State. The Bears laying one and a half on the road here. Total 142 and a half. Jenks. It should be Baylor's game to win. This line seems a little short to me, but still, I've been burned by Baylor in the past. Do you have an angle here uh, other than maybe trusting Baylor? Because I am feeling very wary of trusting the Bears on the road. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
on your happy price, price line. Yeah, I am too, but I am playing the under here. It's going to be one of my best bets. And the more that I look at it, the more that I like it. First of all, this is a very quick turnaround for both teams because they played over the weekend. They're going to be a little tired. And I mentioned this earlier. Keontae George is out for the Bears, turned his ankle, I believe, over the weekend against Texas in the first half. So it's impressive that they rallied to win that game. But this is the third highest scoring freshman in the country. He averages almost 17 points a game. That is a huge step back as far as their offense is concerned. They've got a deeper bench, but you can't really replace a guy like that. Also, when these two teams met earlier this season, there were only 132 points scored. And Baylor is a team that is one of the higher scoring teams in the nation, but they really drop down as far as scoring and tempo when they're on the road. So I'm going to go under 142 and a hook here. Yeah, that's why I have trouble trusting Baylor because this game is on the road and they have not been uh, super great on the road. Their last three losses all coming on the road, but I will say those were two very good teams, K-State, Kansas, and Texas. So maybe I shouldn't fault them too much there. Uh, let's go to West Virginia and number 23, Iowa State. We have the Cyclones laying four and a half, total 134 and a half. Jenks, uh, what are you eyeing here? Ugh, I guess I'll lean Iowa State. I do not like this. This number opened at three and immediately bet up to four and a half. So money is coming in on the Cyclone. Do you want some ugly trends? I got some ugly trends for you. <laughs> Iowa State, two and eight against the number in their last 10 games against teams with a winning record. West Virginia, seven and 15 against the spread in their last 22 road games against teams with a winning record. The only thing I would say is, the Cyclones are a much better team at home. They got Caleb Grill back last time out against Oklahoma. The money is headed towards Iowa State. So I would lean Cyclones here, but I'm not a fan of this matchup. Yeah, the points make me a little nervous. Even though the home road splits are definitely what jumps out to me here. West Virginia just 2-8 and eight on the road this year, as opposed to Iowa State, who is a blistering 13-2 and two when playing at home. Uh, against the spread, I will say West Virginia is a little better on the road. Uh, coming in at 8-8, eight and eight, ATS, uh, or excuse me, 4-6, and six, which is a touch better than 2-8. and eight. But still, uh, it's not a game that I am running to the window to bet on. Let's talk about North Carolina for a second. Because over the weekend, they grabbed headlines after beating Virginia. And the underlying story is... UNC needs to win some games to get into the tournament. Well, they got to win this one tonight. UNC at Florida State, where the Tar Heels are big favorites here, like seven and a half points, total 151 and a half. So, Jenks, are you ready to believe in UNC? And are you ready to believe in UNC laying seven and a half points on the road? No, I am not. And I think people will look at Carolina and they'll say, ho, 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 huge win against Virginia over the weekend. And it was. It was their first. They have a quad one win. That's it. They beat Virginia. That's it. Also, I very clearly remember laying, what was it, five and a half, six with Carolina last week against Notre Dame in South Bend. And Notre Dame is gross. They're so bad. Carolina could not cover that number. So I'm not going to be suckered into the idea that the Tar Heels have suddenly put it together because they have, what, one impressive win, one quad, one win. I see the money coming in on the Seminoles, and Carolina is still 2-7 and seven against the number in their last nine. So give me the Seminoles here. I do not trust Carolina still. Yeah, I think I was leaning that way initially, uh, just saying that I don't really want to trust North Carolina, a team 
that didn't even cover against Notre Dame. Yeah, they won, but didn't cover the six and a half point spread. But if you look at Florida State, if you take their last win out of the scenario, a big win over Miami, before that, they were 0-6 against the spread in their last six games. So Florida State is not exactly a trustworthy team either, but maybe if you're giving me seven and a half points and we've already seen this line drop to seven in most spots, maybe that's the way to go. Maybe Florida State. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.